I want you to think back on the last client that you truly loved working with. What did you love about it? For me, clients I love to work with are clients that trust me implicitly. They get tons of value out of working with me. We vibe, we jive, and we make something truly amazing together. They're people that I'm excited to hear from when I get an email from them. They're people that I enjoy communicating with on our meetings or on phone calls. I'm sure you've had clients like this, and I want to ask you, imagine if all of your clients were like this. What would that do for your business? In honor of February, the month of love, I want to talk about client love this month, and specifically the three different aspects of a client relationship that can take us from a business transaction relationship to something truly magical, something that lights you up, that energizes your client, and that results in a much greater outcome for your delivery. Today, I want to talk about the first ingredient into an amazing love affair with a client in a relationship, and that is trust. You're listening to the No BS Agency Podcast. We talk strategies that can take your one to two person branding agency from $5,000 to $30,000 per month without hiring employees or working your ass off. All you have to do is cut the BS. I am Pia Silva. I talk about trust a lot inside the No BS Agency Mastery Program, and I talk about it specifically in the intensives program because in order for us to deliver an entire brand in just a couple of days, in order for us to get clients to pay me $40,000 plus up front before they've seen any creative work, and then to get them to say yes basically on the spot without revisions, that is only possible because of the amount of trust that I cultivate in these relationships before the project starts. So I think it is one of the key ingredients into building a beautiful relationship with a client. And I want to talk about how you can cultivate more trust in your relationships with your clients today. First, I want to tell you a story about a PR company that I hired six or seven years ago for an event that I was hosting. Their name is ERPR Group. It's headed by Renee Seely. Uh, She's actually now a very good friend of mine. But at the time, I didn't know her very well. And I hired her company to promote a sellout show, an art show that Steve and I were doing back in, I think, 2013. Gosh, that's a lot longer ago than I thought. Okay, so this was a long time ago. But I will never forget this. I have hired so many companies and service providers and consultants in the last 10 years. And working with Renee and her company stands out and continues to stand out as one of the best experiences I've had still to date. And it had to do with trust. Now, this was a long time ago, but I'm going to tell you one of the things that really stuck out for me that I still remember to this day. We went through a process with her. I don't remember the details, but she definitely set us up on a strategic plan in the beginning. And then there was an outcome that we were going for, right? We were looking for press for this event, but she had a cadence of communication with us that built an incredible amount of trust. And it wasn't just that she had the process, it was how she followed through on it. I distinctly remember 
that every Monday she would share with us a report on what had happened in the past week. So there was a document that she wrote up and shared with us on Monday morning of all of the places that they had reached out to, what the results of that had been, and what press pieces had actually been published or were in the works. It was a very simple document, but it meant that every single week I could take a quick 10-second glance at a document and know exactly where our project was and what was coming in the next week. I also knew exactly what she needed from me in order to move the project forward. And not only was this a very simple and clear communication that she had set up, but she did it without fail every Monday at, I don't remember, like 9 or 10 a.m. She was not late once, and there was no question halfway through this project that everything that Renee said would happen was going to happen. Now, it's a very simple thing to do, right? She said that she was going to communicate with us every Monday with an update, and then she did it. But to me, that is really a demonstration of how you build trust with someone. You say you're going to do something, and then you do it. And believe it or not, I have worked with so many people since then, and Working with her 10 years ago still stands out as one of the only times I worked with someone where literally everything they said they were going to do happened exactly the way they said it would happen. And to this day, I trust her implicitly. I refer her out with abandon. I do not hesitate to introduce her to people whenever I think there's even a possibility that she might be able to help them because I trust her and her word implicitly. So the question is, how can you create that feeling of trust with your clients where they would introduce you to their family, (laughs) where they would introduce you to the most important person in their lives because they trust you? I believe that it comes down to a ton of micro experiences that they have with you when working with you. From the very moment they touch your brand through the first phone call, through the first engagement, through doing a lead product into the project. At every moment, there is an opportunity to build trust with your clients. And it comes down to, again, this very simple formula of, I say I'm going to do something, I say something's going to happen, and then it always happens the way I say it. And after you have set and met an expectation over and over again for someone, what happens is your word becomes truth. And once your word has become truth for somebody and they trust you implicitly, you can start to guide them more and more. Because if I believe that everything you say that's going to happen is going to happen, if I believe that everything you tell me you're going to do, you're going to do exactly the way you said you're going to do it, then the next thing you tell me, I'm going to believe you. And I am going to be more likely to relax into following you. And that's really what we want from our client relationships. We want them to follow us. We want them to listen to us as experts. We want to lead them to the end result that will be most effective for them. And that's only going to happen when you have trust. Now, let me give you a couple of examples of how you may be undermining that trust without even knowing it. One thing I see, especially from creatives, is that creatives tend to say, I'm going to get you that piece of work by next Friday, let's say. They give a deadline, right? I'm going to send it to you next Friday. And then the creative thinks, okay, I have until sometime on Friday to send this work. Now, if you don't send it on Friday and you 
don't send it on Saturday or Sunday and you send it late. That's definitely an obvious way to break that trust, right? The second you say, I'm going to send you something on Friday and you don't send it, you have undermined that trust that they're going to have in you. I no longer believe that when you say you're going to send me something, you will. But I think there's even a more subtle way that you can build trust in that relationship or threaten it. And that is when on Friday you send it. So I find that creatives sometimes feel like, well, if I send it by midnight, then I have sent it on time. But as a client, if I'm expecting something on Friday and I get it at 11 p.m., I didn't really get it on Friday, right? I mean, I'm not checking my email at 11 p.m. So even though you technically got it to me on Friday, it's actually late. And actually, if I was expecting it on Friday and looking forward to it, and I got it at 5 p.m., Technically, you were on time, but it still feels late to me because I didn't get to look at it all day. So the best way, in my opinion, to build trust, it's an easy way to build trust, is to always send things that you promise people first thing in the morning, 8 a.m. I want my clients to have the work that I promised them in their inbox when they start to work that day. And I find that the more often I am punctual like that, the more trust I will build more quickly. Now, you might think, oh, maybe I should send it early. But I actually don't think sending work early is adding to the trust. In fact, I think it confuses things. Something I've also seen happen is that creatives, if they do get something done early, even though they said they'd send it on Friday, maybe they send it on Wednesday or Thursday. And you might feel like you're going above and beyond for this client. You know, you send it to them early, so that should build more trust, right? I actually think it's a problem to send it early as well. Now, it may seem like a great thing to your client. They're excited. They got it early. But what it's going to do is it's going to create this precedent that you sometimes send things early. Sometimes you say you're going to send something on Friday and then you send it on Wednesday. And while that instance in and of itself isn't a problem, what it means is it it creates different expectations moving forward. So maybe the next time we work together or the next piece of collateral you're going to send me, you say Friday. And as the client, I might secretly be hoping that you're going to send it on Wednesday. Or I might even ask you, hey, I need it earlier. Can you get it to me? And maybe this week, you know, this second time around, you can't get it to me earlier or you aren't able to do it early. Well, even though you're now sending it on time, like you said, to me, the client, it's going to feel late. It's going to feel like a letdown. So rather than messing with all of these emotions, just say you're going to do something and do it and try to be exact about it. Try to always set and meet expectations. The better you get at setting exact expectations and then meeting them, the more trust you're going to build with your clients. And what's going to happen is they are going to start following you. Now, if you've ever had an experience where you're working with a client and they seem to get more and more difficult. It's not clear that they're being difficult, but they start asking for things or they start going out of scope or they start emailing you ahead of time questioning stuff or or wondering, well, well, did you try a bigger font or what if we did a sans serif or what if we tried this or did you play with this color, right? Have you ever had a client start kind of questioning and asking you about other ideas or asking you to expand the work that you did? That can be kind of frustrating especially if you're the creative doing the work, because you want to say, no, this is the work I think it should be. I'm, I'm showing you a design or I'm showing you a logo because this is what I think is the best. And if you start questioning whether or not I tried other stuff, you're basically questioning 
my ability to do good work. Well, this happens when they don't have trust in you and they don't realize it. I don't think they know it, but it's a subtle lack of trust that can be built over how you communicate with them, how you interact with them. Let me give you an example. I hired a company a couple of years ago to do some funnels for me. Came very highly recommended. In retrospect, that recommendation was not from somebody who was actually being totally honest with me, but at the time I thought that she was. So I took this recommendation at face value. I paid this person upfront. I believed that he was going to be really good at what he did. From the very beginning, I was met with over and over again, this guy telling me, okay, I'm gonna send this thing to you on Tuesday. And then not only would I not get it on Tuesday, but I wouldn't even hear from him on Tuesday. And then Thursday or Friday would roll by and I would have to email him, hey, what happened to that thing? Weren't you supposed to send it to me? And this happened over and over again. This guy literally could not fulfill on whatever it was that he promised me at every step of the way. In fact, it was so bad that at every step, I believed less and less what he was saying. He would eventually do the work, but he would never do it the way he said he was going to. And what ended up happening was I started questioning everything he gave me. So I noticed myself becoming a really annoying client because now when he sent me work, I didn't really believe that he had done what he said he was going to do. So I would ask him about the copy or I would ask him, did he check this thing or that thing? And I started to become a real nag. I felt like I was nagging him because I kept questioning everything he was doing. Why was I questioning it? Because I didn't really believe that he was doing what he said he was going to do because the way that he interacted with me throughout the process kind of showed me that he wasn't really living up to his word. By the end of that project, I was so done with it. It took so much longer than he had promised. But also, I hated how I had become the very horrible client that I hate, that I don't like to work with, someone who is questioning everything and micromanaging everything. And I share that story from a client's perspective because I could see how he had cultivated that relationship with me. I've worked with so many other people where I'm completely hands off. I want you to take over this project. I want you to do it to completion. I don't have time to micromanage this and I don't want to question what you're doing. Quite the opposite. I pay a lot of money to have an expert handle it for me. But in this situation, and he was expensive and supposedly an expert, I had hired him to do just that. And then because of the way our trust was eroded over time, I became the kind of client that we all want to avoid. And I became that client because I just didn't trust him. So the question is, Throughout your engagement with your clients, from the very first touch point through the very end, at every interaction, are you managing expectations and are you meeting them? Are you building that well of trust so that your clients can relax into the relationship and let you lead? If you want to work with clients that you love, that excite you to work with them, that are going to get the most value out of working with you, then you need them to trust you. And how much they trust you is as much or more on you to develop that relationship of trust than it really is on them. If you find that clients are questioning your every move or they're questioning your work or they're asking you to see more or to try different things, what they're really saying is, I don't believe that you've done your best work 
or I don't believe that you've tried all of the variations, or I don't believe that you've really put the effort that this requires into it. And I'm scared that I'm not going to get the best result if I don't question you, if I don't ask you to try this and try that. That's really what it is when a client is asking for so many revisions, when a client is throwing new ideas at you. It's just a representation of their fear that they're not going to get the best result if they don't do that. How can you put their mind at ease and tell them to relax and let them know you've got this? That is what is going to be the basis for a beautiful client relationship full of love and respect. And that is the best recipe for a great outcome. There are so many nuanced and subtle ways that you can do this. Part of it comes from how you show up with confidence and how you lead your clients. That's another great way to cultivate trust. And we talk about all of the different opportunities to do this and so much more inside the No BS Agency Mastery Program. If you're a one-to-two person branding agency and you're looking to scale up to thirty dollars to $50,000 months without growing a big team and shrinking your working time by up to 80%, then go to nobsagencies.com backslash apply. Share a few details about your business and let's hop on a phone call and see if now is the time for you to level up your business. Is 2023 going to be the year where you invest in yourself and invest time and energy into making a business that actually gives you the profit and freedom you're looking for? Wouldn't it be nice to build a business that gives you that profit and freedom while working with clients you adore, who adore you, and who are singing your praises to everyone they meet? That's what we're doing inside the No BS Agency Mastery Program. And if that is something that you are interested in learning more about, again, it's nobsagencies.com backslash apply. We cannot wait to talk to you and see if now is the time for you to jump in and grow your business with us. That's all I've got for you today. I will talk to you next week. The No BS Agency Podcast is produced by Yellow House Media. Coordinator is Lou Blazer. This episode is edited by Marty Seafelt. Creative direction by Sean and Tara McMullen. Our theme music is Knock 'em Down by The Shrugs.